Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of BBP News. I'm Nicholas Rod. Chris Baker's here with me, and we are back for another Monday morning episode. Chris, start us off in the normal fashion with the weather headed into today. In Los Angeles, California, it is sunny 74. In Houston, Texas, it is raining with a high of 53. And in Chicago, Illinois, it is snowing 29 degrees. And in New York City, it is partly cloudy 33. Well... Chris, it's Sunday as we're recording this, and um, I'm enjoying my last day of freedom because tomorrow starts my second semester for uh-huh. college. And, you know, I got to say, before the first semester started, if you remember, I was a little panicked, a little worried, a little, you know, as most people are before they start their first semester. But um, I'm excited. I'm excited for this semester. I don't know why nerd <laughs> i don't know the classes all of that just seem like they're going to be really interesting um but i do want to enjoy this this last day while i can of no homework no worries stuff like that you know oh don't worry nick i'll give you plenty of stuff to worry about oh, oh why thank you you're too kind i know you know but, we were supposed to get snow this week now we're not getting snow. Disappointed. Things have been so back and forth with that. Uh, you know, I'm expecting some snow this week. I was looking at the weather report yesterday, so you might get your snow this next week, Chris. Well, last know? night when I went to bed, mm-hmm. it said um, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, snow. Wake up this morning, no snow on any of those days. Mm. Well... You know, the weather changes so much, especially around here. We could still end up with, you know, three feet, four feet. No, 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 no. Like, one inch would be fine. One inch. No. Nothing uh, over that, please. <laughs> f- first saw three days of snow and expects one inch. Yeah, that wouldn't one surprise in- me for up here. <laughs> one inch a day. I'm being reasonable. Oh, okay. One inch a day. Okay. God. That's just like New York, though. See snow for three days, no snow at all. And the flip, you know, the the reverse of that is also true. No snow in the forecast, no, foot and a half. There you go. Have fun. Or they predict we're getting a foot for seven days and then we get a dusting. Yeah, exactly. But you know what's crazy? And I've been talking about this a little bit over the past couple of days with some other people is that down in places like Virginia and North Carolina, they're getting more snow this this season than we are. Virginia Beach got 14 inches last snowstorm. Yeah, exactly. Like it's insane how much get, they're getting. And it's snowing in Virginia this morning. Right. Right. It's just like it's a weird turnaround. We're barely getting any snow. We just had our first snow of any like true amount, you know, the few inches that we got this past week. Meanwhile, they're down there getting a foot every other week. Hopefully we get see, I want like snow, but I don't want it all to come out in once. Mm-hmm. Spread it out a little bit. Um so that's my request. I I put it into Mother Nature expedite the request thank you very much mother nature and i'll talk to you later well you know what um just kind of my last thought about this here is the fact that we're not getting a we haven't gotten a lot of snow uh at this part of the season right that 
probably just means, and I hate to say this, but it probably means that we're going to get a bunch in like April. And the problem is it's been so cold. You would think we would be getting snow mixed in with that. But oh, I know. I know the temperatures definitely haven't, you know, been too friendly. I was sitting in front of the window in my kitchen uh, yesterday. The sun was coming through the window and it felt like a beautiful spring day in front of that window. But outside, it wasn't even 20 degrees. I went out to get the paper this morning at the end of the driveway, and I was frozen by the time I got back up to the house. Yeah. Things are crazy right now. No snow. Uh, I'm expecting snow in April now, unfortunately. No, don't say it. Don't you dare. (laughs) If that happens, you are disowned. Look, maybe me saying it'll happen will make it not happen. Yeah. Play reverse psychology with the weather. Yeah, if it happens, you're disowned. Okay, that's fair. Anyways, getting into the news, on average, starting out with a COVID update, on average, every day, there are over 724,000 new positive cases, which is down 10% from the previous week. Deaths are averaging a little under 2,000 deaths a day. Omicron is retreating in some parts of the country, but hospitals are still feeling the effects from this all across the country. Hospitalization jumped 30% and deaths 44% in the last two weeks. The West and the Midwest is seeing the worst impact out of the rest of the country. One third of Americans are still not vaccinated and one half are still not boosted. Starting this week, if you are entering the country by bus or train, you need to prove vaccination. Tensions are continually rising across the country. A mother is facing criminal charges after threatening a school board. My children will not come to school on Monday with a mask on. And I will bring every single gun loaded and ready. The parent did apologize to the board. N95 and K95 masks are starting to be offered for free across the country today. A federal judge in Texas blocked the federal vaccine mandate nationwide. This ruling is, of course, expected to be appealed. In the meantime, the judge issued a nationwide injunction on the president's vaccine mandate for federal workers. In his ruling, he said... This case is not about whether folks should get vaccinated against COVID-19. The court believes they should. It is not ever about the federal government's power exercise properly to mandate vaccination of its employees. It is instead about whether the president can, with the stroke of a pen and without the input of Congress require millions of federal employees to undergo a medical procedure as a condition of their employment. Judge Jeffrey Brown went on to cite the OSHA vaccine mandate as support for his ruling that, of course, was just given by the Supreme Court. And essentially what all this means is that if you are a federal worker, the president's vaccine mandate will not be enforced for now, while this case will be appealed and will continue to go on. For those of you that are federal contractors, the vaccine mandate as of December is still on hold nationwide. Starting today, the IRS is starting to accept 
federal tax returns, the IRS says there are three things you should do to ensure your filing does not have any errors. First, file electronically and choose direct deposit for your refund and make sure your return is accurate. Filing quickly and having errors will delay a return and cost you money in the long run. Second, make sure you have all your W-2s, 1099s, and other income-related statements before you file your return. The IRS also says make sure you have your Child Tax Credit Letter 6419 and the Stimulus Letter 6475 for the third federal stimulus check that went out in March. For more information on what are those letters and what's in them, check the show notes for a link to that. Third, typically you need your adjusted gross income from the previous tax season. That is a problem if you are still waiting for your 2020 tax returns. The IRS says in that situation, you put zero as your adjusted gross income. For those who use the non-filers tool in 2021 to register for the child tax credit or the stimulus, you enter $1 for your adjusted gross income. If you are using the same software as last year, the information will do it automatically. As just a reminder, the IRS offers a free filers portal if you make $73,000 a year or less. This program does the same as TurboTax or H&R Block, but it is free. The IRS has these programs in both English and Spanish. The IRS is also offering assistance for those who are disabled or make less than $58,000 a year. Two officers died Friday night after a police-involved shooting in New York City. One day after the newly elected mayor, Eric Adams, had a frank conversation with the people of New York City where he could voice his opinions and the community could do the same to him. Jason Rivero, a rookie police officer, was shot and killed at the age of 22 years old, and Rivera and two other officers were responding to a domestic violence issue in Harlem when a gunman opened fire without warning, hitting Rivero and his partner, Wilbert Mora. Police say they recovered a Glock 45 reported stolen in Baltimore. Gun violence is rising across the country. So far this year, over 1,000 people have died from homicide or accidental shootings, and 17 officers have been shot. NYPD keeps monitoring the situation, and five officers this year in the NYPD have been shot, and later the same night, an 11-month-old baby was killed from a stray bullet. This is the first officer to die from a gunshot in New York City since 2014. Celebrity Alec Baldwin is being sued for $25 million over a social media disagreement. For more information about this story, check out Medium. The FBI released their final report into Gabby Petito and Brian Laundrie with Laundrie's notebook taking the blame. Nick, what do you have for Monday morning good news? All right, so for this morning's good news story, I just have a quick one, but it's absolutely adorable. There's a man in Australia who got himself two golden retrievers, one being about nine months younger than the other. But they very soon became very close. Uh, They both loved each other and the attention that they were giving. So, you know, the owner was like, 
Let's see if I can actually train them how to hug each other. So basically a lot of the training came from the younger one because the older one was like very, you know, just relaxed, calm, just kind of hung out. But the other one was a little more hyper, needed a little more training. So he actually used chicken, like freshly baked chicken as uh, like a tree and as a this motivator. Better for this. than I do. <laughs> And so first, like, he'd teach uh, the younger one to give paw, like, he'd have the chicken in his fist, and the dog would try to paw at the chicken, and so he did this and a few other maneuvers to kind of facilitate the movements and everything, and eventually he did uh, train the two dogs to hug, and he actually figured out a command that they both understand uh, where they will hug each other. It says BFF and they automatically just hug each other at that point. And Aww. honestly, it's just the most adorable thing. And when they're out at like the beach or the parks, they don't even need the command. They'll just kind of hang out and hug each other at random. And honestly, to me, I just had to put this in as a good news story because it's the most adorable thing in the world. This is more cute than good news. <laughs> Hey, I still think it's good news just for the cute factor alone. Well, no, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just I'm just picturing two dogs hugging each other on the beach. And it's the cutest thing ever. And, you know, they're golden retrievers, which are some of the most, like, just adorable and beautiful dogs, in my opinion, anyway, um, out there. And so to imagine two golden retrievers just hugging it out, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Well... That is the end of this Monday morning news episode. Make sure you come back Wednesday morning for Idiots in the News. And then, of course, Friday we'll be back here with a show to wrap up your news week. But until Wednesday morning, have a great start to your week, everybody. Bye, guys. Bye.